We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. But right now, let's uh, we got to get to the Harbor One hotline because uh, joining us is Alex Kors, brought to you by CBS, SBLI, Blue Cross Blue Shield of Massachusetts, Shaw's in Star Market, and Dexcom. Of course, Alex is joining us to be part of four years, 25 for 25 marathon. Again, weei.com slash 25 for 25 to donate. And it's all to benefit the American Diabetes Association. Joining us on the Harbor One hotline is Alex Kors. AC, how you doing, man? Thanks for joining us. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Um, you know, uh, first, first things first, you know, I'm very proud of Christian. What he's doing is amazing. Uh, a lot different than a few years ago when, when I joined you guys. Right. So, uh, <laughs> Yeah, you know what? Yeah. That's that's right. You know, when you that was uh, yeah. a couple of years ago. Yeah, a lot has changed. And just for the record, though, are you on vacation right now? Please tell me, like you're just you're kicking your feet up and just kind of hanging out, kind of decompressing after the long season. Like, what are you doing right now? Actually, I'm uh, I'm at my mom's house. Uh, we just picked up the boys at pre-K, so she invited us to come over, good meal here, hang out, and then go to the house. It's it's a it's a hot day here. It's uh, eighty five degrees, a little bit humid. Oh, so, uh, so jealous. You know, one of those days that we we get here, and then in the fall. Yeah, as you say, it's <laughs> nice. laughing at us. Nice to just go home in the off season, a hey, place we want a vacation to. Hey, what time does it get dark there, Alex? What time does the sun go down there? Because it gets dark here at four it's o'clock, four fifteen, like over there. Yeah, so it's, oh, uh, it's killing us. Yeah, we don't do the we don't do the whole uh, uh, daytime. What is it? Daylight, daylight saving time. Yeah. We, we don't we don't do it and uh it's actually it gets dark around six fifteen. It's nice. So I mean yeah, I mean why switch it, right? I mean <laughs> go from six fifteen it doesn't make sense anymore. No, it doesn't. <laughs> and really on a Saturday at like four fifteen it starts getting dark, I just think, Oh, it's time to have some wine. You know, and no matter what it just gets getting dark. It's just that that's, time of you day. You see that's the difference when when you're over there at four thirty you're thinking wine. Yeah, at six fifteen here, you're thinking rum, right? Mm. <laughs> but elite those five stars. Stay away from that stuff. That's the good stuff. Uh, yeah, over for there. now, for now, yes, yes, for now, yes. <laughs> so, uh, listen, thanks for joining us again. Um, I know all season long you're talking about your baseball team and how a lot of people didn't think, you know, that you guys would be where you ended up, and uh, it was quite an accomplishment. But apparently, not enough to make you a finalist for manager of the year. So, I, which I, which I, you know, we were talking yesterday. We just don't understand that. Do you, do you think some writers? Kind of hold a grudge for what happened a couple of years ago against you. I don't know. I don't know if they they hold a grudge. You know, um, I, I think the the three candidates are pretty good. Obviously, uh, what what Service did, I, I I believe he he'll be the guy. You know, uh, what they did in Seattle, obviously with the with the group that they had, and and to be there until the last day of the season is amazing. Uh, Cashy, obviously, you know, no more, no glass now, no snail, and they win the division and. Dusty with that group of guys and everything that comes with the territory, he did an amazing job. Uh, I'll, I'll take, you know, what everybody's saying right now. You know, mm-hmm. uh, like I told somebody the other day, uh, my goal and our goal is not to win individual awards. You know, our goal was to, to win the World Series, and we fell short. Um, you know, you look what happened in the World Series and, and, and how he went down and 
and you, you think the way we did things and some things that, you know, we probably could have done better and uh, hopefully we can get better for next year and be in that stage where the Astros and, and, uh, and the Braves were and then hopefully we can have that uh, trophy at the end. Were you surprised that J.D. opted in? No, not at all. Not at all. Um, you know, if if you think about his situation and where the business is at, um, you know, we 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 can't predict what's going to happen. In, in, I mean, can't predict what's going to happen tomorrow, right? And uh, what's going to happen in a month or in two months. So for him to stay, uh, for me, business wise, it was a great great decision. And also, you know, team wise, he's very comfortable where he's at. And uh, the way he started last year was amazing. Um, you know, he struggled a little bit in the, in the middle of the uh, season, but I think uh, we pushed him a little bit hard defensively because of mm-hmm. the situation we were in. But then he settled back to, to the DH spot. And, you know, you take a look at what guys did in October, and uh, he was a monster. You know, he was amazing. Uh, the quality of the bats, controlling the strike zone, um, it, it was good. And I'm, I'm glad that he's back. And uh, now we know that. We got the ho- those horses in the middle. Now we we got to do you know what we got to do in, in the off season and try to get better. Yeah, you I mean you mentioned uh, you, Vasky. You pick up that option. He opts in. You basically have the same the same lineup that you had for five of the six months. Which brings me to Kyle Schwalber. You know you you were talking about you know put him out in the outfield and kind of grind him a little bit. You made Schwalber fit right for five weeks in the playoffs. Like can you make him fit for six months? You know by moving guys around, whether it's JD in the outfield. Can you make that fit for six months with Kyle? I believe so. I believe so. He, he's a good player. He's a good hitter. It gives you balance. Uh, as you know, there's a group that, uh, without him, right, uh, we love to swing the bats. And, uh, you know, sometimes we chase a lot of pitches. And uh, when, when he got there, uh, I think it was in Tampa, right, when, when we uh, – it was July 30th and yeah. we got him, you know, the, the, the conversations in those meetings were, were loud and clear. Let's, let's dominate the strike zone. And it took us a while, but uh, I think we did an amazing job towards the end of the season and in the playoffs doing that. You know, the guy, he, he's a on-base percentage machine. Uh, you know, his bad weeks is, what, uh, two for 20 and uh, 350 on base, you know, and uh, good quality at bats. Obviously, he didn't finish the way he wanted. I, I do believe that, uh, you know, he was a little bit banged up towards the end. Not not sure, you know, he, he's a guy that he's going to post. But that cramp, you know, uh, with men at third and uh, less than two outs, you know, uh, you know, I never asked him after the season if it was really a cramp or he felt something. But uh, he's a guy that posts. And uh, as you know, universality, you need a lot of good players to 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 get to October. And he's a great player. So we're talking to uh, Alex Core, manager of the Boston Red Sox. So, Alex, for for baseball, when the season is over, do you sit down with everybody and do all the players get like an exit? interview with you do you guys do that you do you do that when you don't make it to the playoffs now we're in the middle of uh um you know contacting guys and setting up uh you know uh interviews and uh appointments whatever you want to call it and we'll do it zoom wise and uh you start setting up goals uh you know individually uh you know you go what happened during the season and uh the good the thing about the off season and right away you know, we have meetings with the front office, with the coaches. That you look at the season, not not the playoffs. You look at 162, the good things that we did and the things that we got to get better. And uh, it's the same with the players. Um, you know, I had conversations already with some of them, uh, trying to to push them to to work on a few things and get better. Uh, show them uh, videos of stuff that 
you know, a lot of people think that they did awful, and it actually it wasn't awful. It's just they didn't do good. You know what I mean? Like it's not yeah. as bad as people portray it. So, uh, so you know, so what uh, do you? Just a few things. So what do you tell a guy like uh, Bobby Dalbeck Dalbeck to work on? Uh, with him, I think defensively, obviously, uh, keep doing what he did towards the end of the season. I think early in the season, it was a struggle with him. Uh, although he has played in the minor leagues first base, but I think the angles were off early on, and then he finished strong offensively. I, I do believe he was more aggressive in the second half, and uh, you know, just keep working in that leg kick, you know, control it. I think the pass is, is the right one. Pitch selection was really good towards the end. And, uh, yeah, in, in October, he didn't play much. We faced a lot of right, righties and Doogie. You know, he was swinging the bat well. And, uh, you know, we had Kyle at first. Uh, Renfro, though, he struggled. You know, he's a force in the outfield, so we have to keep that alignment. But uh, with him, just bottle up whatever you did in the second half of the season, especially in August. And, uh, you know, don't try to overdo it. Don't try to fix it. Something that, you know, he doesn't have to fix it. Just a matter of uh, keep doing, you know, keep working on that on your craft and your leg kick. And uh, when you get to uh, to Fort Myers in February, he's going to be fine. So, Alex, I think it was John Heyman had the tweet that saying that there was um, the Red Sox, you guys or whatever, had offered a long-term deal to Eduardo Rodriguez to go with the qualifying offer as well. And he's obviously drawing interest from, from other teams. But when you look at Erod's last year, I feel like the fans, they look at the wrong thing, meaning ERA, when they sort of dr- judge what he was last year. Man, but we were looking at the wrong thing early in the season. Uh, he he actually he started off the season quote unquote great, right? He was five and zero, if I'm not mistaken. But stuff wise, uh, he wasn't there yet. You know, it, it was a work in progress. Uh, you know, the last time he pitched at, at that level was uh, in October of 2019. I think it was October 1st or, or in September towards the end. And uh, it, it was it was a, a project, you know, just to get him to where we wanted to. And uh, I think towards the end of the season, he was a lot better. There were a few games there that uh, now I can say it, you know, uh, you know, people knew what was coming. And, uh, you know, uh, obviously you saw it, Lou. You know, we made a lot of adjustments with the hands. Mm-hmm. And uh, we kept doing making adjustments in, in October. One of my biggest fears, it was facing, you know, that team, uh, the Astros, in, in, uh, in October. And I know people are going to take it the wrong way. Yeah, I'm not saying it because of what happened in 17. They're really good at, at at looking at gloves and tendencies and where you where you set and all that. And uh, at one point, I was like, "Oh my God!" You know, he's he's gonna they're gonna take advantage of this. And he actually made an amazing job uh, going from the Tampa start, the first one to the second one, to pitching against the Astros. And those are the things that people don't know. I can say it now because the season is over. But uh, I think stuff wise, he was really really good towards the end. As you know, when that changeup is below 85 and the yeah. fastball is above 92, it's almost impossible to hit because uh, the carry of his fastball is actually legit, and uh, the the action, the changeup, is one of the best in the big leagues. So well, you were right the whole season, Lou. Yeah. <laughs> well, listen, you made the adjustments when it mattered most out of the stretch, so that was good. Um, I wanted to ask you, because I know uh, Goody's out as a first base coach, but uh, you know, I think uh, Timmy Hires kind of caught everybody off guard. I thought it kind of came out of nowhere. Did, was it a surprise to you in the organization? Yes, 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was uh, something we didn't expect. Uh, this guy, he, he's been amazing for us since, uh, you know, he got to us uh, in the fall of 2017, and, uh, you know, uh, Something you know, something didn't work out, and uh, you know, I, I do believe, yeah, he he was looking for something else. 
uh, a challenge probably. You know, I don't know. Man, we got Rafi Devers and Zander Bogas and JD. You know, that's pretty good there. But uh, knowing Timmy, um, you know, it, it was a family decision. He's in Texas now, and uh, that's a good group of guys that are building something that, you know, they they hope is something great. And uh, we thank him for everything he did for us, you know, uh, from the conversations to recurring players and actually – uh, you know, helping us with the minor league program, and uh, we wish him well. Except the uh, seven games we're going to play play against him next year. All right, Alex, man, listen, I just want to appreciate you jumping on with us for a quick moment and uh, not giving us a uh, eight hour window for when you can uh, call in to join the show <laughs> and help us raise as much money as possible. I appreciate you for that, buddy. <laughs> I think I think you say the same thing two years ago about David. So uh, be ready for that one. He'll join you. He might join you at 3 in the morning, Dominican time. Hey, that's fine. We got a window. Hey, we got a window. Eight-hour window. <laughs> hey, be well. Hey, be well. And as you guys know, whatever you guys need, I'm here for you guys. All right. Thanks, listen, I appreciate it, man. Enjoy the offseason, Alex. Alex Core joining us and helping out. 25 for 25 years. We raise awareness and funds for American Diabetes Association. Again, weei.com slash 25 for 25. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.